I once met a man, he was going to Blackpool. Blackpool is a shit hole, everyone knows that. <laughs> Blackpool is shit. Yes. It smells of piss. Yes. piss, piss. Gary Barlow loves it. Is that a good song? Beautiful. That was on Britain's I, Got Talent the other night, wasn't it? I believe they used that as the mic check at Live Aid. <laughs> Right, hang on so a minute. This is, this is oh god. I, I need to go and get. I've got a bottle of water next door. I need to go and get some water. I've just. I've been eating peanuts. So like gammon for you, having gammon for your tea. Well, you've had gammon for your no, tea. No, I haven't had gammon for my tea. But the the eating the peanuts has made my mouth very dry. So I need to. I'm just. For the dry. For the dry. dry. Like like my humour. Go on, um, go and f off and go and get a drink. I've got La Croix. I'm drinking La Croix. Is that beer? I, I just I thought, do I get a beer out of thought now? No, this no, isn't beer. This is La Croix, sweetie. It's peach water, peach. but with a slight tinge of stuff in it. It's a tinge of stuff. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, that's delightful. nice. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, do you want to sit on a cushion? Just make yourself. I've got bigger. one. I'm, I'm sat on two. Do you want me to move that further forward a bit? Whoa! Yeah, there you that's go. Just tilt, tilt the screen a bit. I am sat it's on two pillows and on. this, cushion, this cushion that I brought, I bought from Blackpool. Look at that. From a shop nice. on the front. Ooh, but Blackpool is shit. Well, but I managed to get I managed to get a Batman bag. Hang on. It's down here. Bought that. Kapow. Ten pounds. Uh, from a, a comic book shop. It's the first time I've ever been to a comic book shop. The same bag on the front on one of the shops there, £20. Oh, I'm a big winner. By just going off and the front, you see. This is what, when you just go around the back a little bit, go to tradesman's entrance, you know what I mean? You're given custom to a good comic book shop that has yes. been in dire straits recently. Yes. Rather than some tat, tourist fueled hawkery. Although that is where I bought the cushion, but the cushion was only three ninety nine. but yeah. £4. Yeah. It's fine. I'm happy with that. Four pound. Yeah. How much would that cost now to uh, transport said cushion into Northern Ireland? I'm not entirely sure now. That would cost three shekels, three sh two rubles, <laughs> and uh, half of the UK's gold standard just to get anywhere near right. our ma. It, what, who's ma? Oh, you're, oh no, sorry, our ma as in the place, right, sorry. Yes. Let's get that straight in early. Um, We're on the clock. Yeah. No, what about what about how much is that in groats? Oh, let's not go down to crinkly bottom. No, oh no, that's true. Yeah, a few, few doubloons. That's it. Yeah, Krugerrand, f***ing Krugerrand. <laughs> Diplomatic, Diplomatic immunity, immunity. revoked. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Josh Ackland turns up in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey as the same character. Um... <laughs> He's still, he's still going, Josh Ackland. Is that another one we can kill? Oh, <laughs> the no. I, no love, I don't want I to. Love... I don't want to. It's, too, it's, all, it's all quite sad. Josh Ackland's spanky backpack. Well, of course. I mean, he is a, a, an accent chameleon because he played the Russian ambassador to the US in The Hunt for Red October. Uh, yeah, but when you're in a film with Sean Connery, anything, <laughs> anything comparable is good when it comes to accents. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think so, Sean, the, like, yeah. are you from Vladivostok? Yeah, I'm from Vladivostok. <laughs> well, he's, where, where was he from? He was from Vilnius in that, wasn't he? He was Latvia. Yeah. But where was it? But we, so I switched on Sky you Cinema the other night. Man. And, uh, no, no, and I switched on Sky Cinema and um, The Untouchables was on. 
which of course contains one of the absolute worst <laughs> attempts at an Irish accent ever committed to camera. No, um, it's Sean Connery. But, but it, won, it works. But it, yeah, but it won him an Oscar. So yeah. who are we to who are we to argue? He brings a knife. You bring a gun. It's yeah. Don't forget Highlander, where he's Egyptian and Christopher Lambert is <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> so the, the Lambert uh, et Butler, of yeah. course, the uh, yeah, he's he's in charge of the the French tobacco company. That would be awesome if you had Christopher Lambert and Gerard Butler in a film of which can do the Scottish accent the best. Because Gerard Butler, of course, he goes, yeah, I'm uh, Scottish, of course, I'm from Glasgow, I support the Celtic. Hey, That's Con- that's Connery you've done there. Yeah, who is from Edinburgh. He is, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I mm. if, if I ever need to do Connery, I always think of the film Entrapment with uh, Catherine uh, Zeta-Jones. Zeta-Jones, yeah. Shushimi. That's when he's talking about somebody taking litigation against him. Shushimi. Shushimi. Dush. Entrapment. That was a song by Phil Collins, wasn't it? Very, studio. I, I've got, a, I've got it somewhere. It's one of one of my favourite Phil Collins songs. I've, I've got no jacket required somewhere. Nice crowding. Right, where is it? Well, a oh. jacket is required here. See, I've had to put one on because it's, it's gone. Even though it's been quite nice here, it's gone a bit uh, chilly. But obviously, I don't want to talk about heat with you because um, that would be. I think that would be particularly churlish of me to do such a thing. The week has. So I live in Los Angeles, obviously. Uh, for the last week, it smelled like the worst barbecue you've ever been to. It smell. It smells like when you would go to your uncle's barbecue and he would overcook all the burgers and undercook all the chicken, and that smell yeah. has not gone away for a week. It's absolutely awful. Deny climate change all you will. So. Hoax in it. Hoax in it. Hoax. It's a Democrat hoax. Well, if that, ha- that did happen to happen here, then of course, then only a uh, small group. Everybody would be sort of. It would make it easy sort of identifying the bodies because everybody'd be clustered together in groups of six and no more than six. <laughs> I know he's Boris conceiving some Vesuvius Pompeii type of event where people will have... Yeah, if, if there's if there's seven people in a group, no dental records, fuck them. Listen, I don't, I'm not really... I don't want to get into the uh, into the details of what he does in his private life, whether it is a Vesuvius or Pompeii type event. What goes on in a man's, in a man's bedroom is entirely, entirely up to him. I mean, to be honest, it really is less... The, the rule of six, it really is, at this point, the rule of pricks, because that's who we're being governed by. The, the, I don't know if you've seen any of the, the I, Brexit I, debate I, that's been about oh. the... Yeah, you know, where we, we, we had um, a great sort of sighting into the road not travelled when Ed Miliband, star of the show Chaos with Ed Miliband... Thank God we went strong and stable with David Cameron, eh? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. What we had, where he he sat there, and the lovely little minute or so of of video doing the rounds on Twitter, and it was on it was on BBC News as well uh, this evening, uh, where he just distinct, just absolutely takes him to bits. It's like well, I'll I'll yield if you can tell me where the you know a, a number of problems. It's great. It's it's lovely. So um, yeah, the, that's the, that's, the, the that's former that. Attorney General's come out, uh, Jeffrey Cox. Is that his name, Jeffrey Cox? Jeffrey Cox, yeah. Uh, the man who said proroguing of parliaments had nothing to do with Brexit. The man who said the withdrawal bill that was put towards MPs was the best deal that could ever be possibly made that they're now going to break and break international yeah. law for. He's come out 
against Boris now, hasn't he? And gone, I will resign. It's like, Boris doesn't give a shit. Well, well no, what's happened is, is that the, uh, I'm not exactly sure of his of their job title, but they were one of the special envoys who was partially responsible for, I think was one of the negotiators of this deal has resigned. The lawyer has resigned from government this morning and said, I just, I can't countenance this. You've got the five living prime ministers, uh, former oh, yeah. prime ministers, Blur, sorry. Blur and Major have combined and said, what you're doing is utterly wrong. And if, if you're showing that Britain lies on the world stage, we will never be trusted again. That's Blair. Blair. That's Blair saying that, for God's sake. And Yes, yeah, so there's a major Blair um, in the... Um, thank you. Uh, overuse. Yeah. Overuse. Overuse. <laughs> overuse. Stop it. Stop paying royalties. Restrain yourself. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll do my best. Julia yes, Louis-Dreyfus yeah. will never sleep with you. I know. Yeah. Kramer. What about the what what about the soup Nazi? No, no sex soup for, you. for you. No sex for you. Wasn't that um, was that um it it wasn't Hank Azaria, was it? Was it Dan Castanella who played the soup Nazi? No. No. Wasn't it? No, it's not that no, not no. It looked more like Hank Azaria. Yeah, me, that's what I'm thinking. It, but, but it's no, no, it's not it's not him. Not him. Um Dan Castanella though can wear wigs perfectly, obviously. But he's yeah. Not well, no soup for you if you live in Northern Ireland, by the sounds of it, because we can't get the food over there. So uh, uh, this this sort of notion that uh, obviously now it's just caused the resignation of this of this special envoy has caused the aforementioned Jeffrey Cox, no relation as far as I'm aware of Peter Cox from from Go West. It's a 35th anniversary tour tickets on sale now. We close um, our eyes. <laughs> well, I mean, there is, well, that, that isn't the entire government strategy, isn't it? You know, between that and being the kings of wishful thinking, I mean, we're, we're there. Now, that's when you should play the Seinfeld thing. Done it no. now. Um, so he, but he hasn't come out and said, well, I, I, you know, because he is like, um, he, do you know, Jeffrey Cox always reminded me whenever he got up in Parliament, he reminded me of... You know the episode in Blackout of the Third where Kenny Connor and Hugh Paddock play the two actors, the yes. <laughs> the foul murder of Prince Romero and his enormous bosom wife. Yeah. Uh, he remind every time you would get up at the dispatch box, he reminded me of that because he has this fantastic timbre to his voice. But he's been he sort of said, but he also, I may abstain. He also, that's what he's done. Jeffrey Cox also look. This is very personal, Dick. He looks like Mark Francois in Anaphylaxis. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like. Is that was that was that Mark Francois's death metal man? Uh, Mark Francois, was, his weekends off from the TA. Mark Francois's <laughs> Anaphylaxis playing at download on the third stage. <laughs> At one in the afternoon. Just after Neil Buchanan's Marseille makes a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you've got, you got this, this situation. All of the former prime ministers... I mean, having said that, Cameron was brilliant. He, he skirted the... <laughs> The, the sort of the political divide like an Adonis, I have to say it was brilliant because he came out and said, um, well, you know, um, I very much consider, um, you know, bringing a national treaty when passing a law of parliament uh, is very much the last thing you'd want to do, uh, very much the last resort. I have misgivings. Uh, come on, mate. Just as a point of reference, that was more Mandelson than Cameron. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah but they, your they are kind of Cameron used to be from... good, but then Cameron's disappeared off the Cam f***ing yeah. face of the planet. Yeah. So it's quite difficult to get... So he, he was going to speak here in Pasadena, literally five minutes away from my house in May, but obviously that never happened. Is he a contortionist as well? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh lord above what, what a double like that would be <laughs> I mean I, I think we're actually getting to the point now where you've had the five living former prime ministers come out and say hang on you can't just go breaking international law we're gonna have to we're gonna start resurrecting Gladstone or Pitt the Younger to come down and go no 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 this, we can't do that this is, I mean, this I, is comparable to say a new Doctor Who episode where Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi, and uh, Thingy McCann all turn up and just Paul tell McGann, yeah. and jo- just tell Jodie Schofield, "Stop being a daft bitch," and that's the Doctor Who episode. Who's Jodie Schofield? Who, jo- she's somebody else. Oh, Jodie Jodie Whittaker. Whittaker. You know. Who's Jodie Schofield? I've got a friend called Jodie Schofield. Jodie Schofield. <laughs> she's also. Well, you can tell her that as well. I mean, I think that'd be a bit, a bit rude of the five former Doctor Who's to gang up on him. She's but, actually know. in Liverpool, and she's a musical actor. She's called <laughs> She Beat. Um, so yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Jodie Whittaker. Whittaker. Yeah. Whittaker. Yeah. So yeah, Capaldi just go. Capaldi, half the Doctor, half Malcolm half Tucker. Half Malcolm Tucker, yeah. Yeah, fucking stupid weird Ben. <laughs> that, that was that was that was excellent. That was very good. That was very good. That, that was very good. That Malcolm Tucker. That would, that would be yeah. the five Doctors gang up on the Lady Doctor and call her a stupid cow. Or what we know as a cabinet meeting. There we go. Yeah, this, this feels like a constant workshop. This this one, but I well, like it. it. I, I mean, like... as well. But of course, what's great is on the one hand you've got the sort of this this sort of situation with with the Brexit bill and it's supposedly breaking international law, although only in a very specific and limited way. Quote. And then you've got, of course, most of the country being now told you can only meet in maximums of groups of six or in Birmingham groups of of two. And there was a report of, That's a of from Bristol in a limited way. Yeah, so if, if you want to meet now and say, "Well, I've got seven or eight people here, so I am breaking the law, but only in a very specific and limited way." It's like saying, "I'm sat here now recording this with you, uh, and I'm wearing underwear, but only in a very specific and limited way." If I was wearing, for example, a thong, and thank God you can't see whether that is actually true or not. I I know it's a fact. Um, the it, conservative. It's in- not true, says narrator. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking is. Um, the Conservative and Unionist Party, let's give them their full title and dues. <laughs> the Party of Law and Order, the party who will stand on the side of justice and against the criminal, are doing everything that they can to break up the union and everything that they can do to break the law. Don't forget, Dominic Cummings drove to Barnard Castle because he felt that was right and it was his instinct as a father to break the fucking law and now they're breaking international law they just don't give a shit anymore well i think as yeah i think now we are moving inexorably towards the purge because what they've also done is allowed groups of up to 30 to meet for shooting matches oh for grouse Gra- oh i thought it was a grouse it wasn't it was just a civilian you know i, I think we're, we're get we're getting towards that that particular that particular point now and, and there was talking you know that um selling these events uh, these these uh, grouse shooting to uh, the highest bidder before the rules changed uh, and they may have been in some way linked with the conservative party i haven't read all this yet i should point that out and it's in the mirror, so you know there is a, a definite left wing uh, bent to their, their reporting. But you know, th- th- would we put that past our uh, dear leaders and rulers and uh, people of power? Mm, no, 
But we have signed the uh, trade agreement with Japan, which equates to, what, 0.7% of all of our imports and exports. Something ludicrously tiny. But that's that's the same deal that we had with them when we were members of the the European Union. Oh, no, but then they, they can now tell us that we have to spend less on aid. What in, to them or to just to, to other nations? Oh, okay. Well, that, well, that's everyone's a winner there, then, aren't they? Apart from the people who need it. I mean, presumably, then, as part of this deal, now that that shortfall will be met by um, the Japanese exporting vast quantities of Sony PlayStation's, uh, Nintendo Switches, etc., uh, etc., et to the poor and needy, because yeah. that's what they need. I, I think it also the deal stipulates that Britain has to start whaling again. I'm down okay, with now, that. Britain's, Britain, Britain's been whaling for bloody years. So, I mean, you know, what, what, why change the habit of a lifetime? Boris is going to stand in the press conference going, uh, space, face, arms race, whales, uh, kill a minky tonight, feed it to five of your family, but not the seventh. Man, person, woman, camera, TV. It's the same thing. But, I mean, you say about space, though. I mean, it, it's very exciting. Whale. But there's now a supposedly life on Venus, and everybody's getting very, very excited about this this potential concept that people could live in the or organisms could live in the stratosphere. But I, I'm sort of thinking, oh, that's all quite you know fine. But we've had life on Uranus, or at least somebody talking out of it, <laughs> ever since Boris has been in charge. So I mean, you know, why? I mean, when Boris heard that there was life on Venus, he thought. I thought that was a, a lady's razor. I didn't know it was likely done that, but you know they don't clean, do they? They need to clean a little bit more. Mmm, shaved. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of the uh, Seinfeld punchline cannon there. Shaved. <coughs> ah. <laughs> uh, uh. oh. So there's life on Venus that's non-oxygen breathing, but they are emitting, so there is life. There is life. We've found that there's been life on Mars and that there's possible water tracts there. Yes. When's Britain going to leave the International Galaxy Alliance? <laughs> because they don't, they don't want them coming over here. Didn't, they hasn't that, didn't that already happen in Avengers Endgame or something? Have I missed, <laughs> have I missed that? I don't know. You know what I like about Avengers Endgame as a movie? When uh, spoilers, fuck it, it's only the biggest <laughs> film of all time. Yeah, I've um, never seen it, so I'll you're just... pissing me. No, I've no, I, I said I was saying the other day that I've only ever I, I'm I'm more of a DC man than a than a hence the hence the Batman bag that we mentioned earlier. Hence the David um, Cameron. That's the day. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Well, um, so I've never I've only seen one of the Iron Man films, and that's my entire sort of watch history of the uh, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, may I spoil Avengers then for you? Oh, I know someone dies. I know, I know, I know that dies, doesn't he, at the end? No, that's yeah, that is Endgame. Um, so Infinity at the end of Infinity War. Infinity War. Thanos clicks his thing, his thumb, and his finger on the golden Infinity Gauntlet with all the Infinity Stones on it, and he kills. Half of life in the universe. Right. And it's really bad when you're watching a film and you actually agree with the villain's process. Well, it actually I makes mean, sense. Isn't that how the Conservatives have got votes for years? Yes, as well. <laughs> Somebody photoshopped this. Boris wearing a gauntlet going, let them die. 
Well, is that not something that, what the thing that Black Rod hits into the uh, into the door to tell everybody to you know at the state opening of Parliament? Is it not? Is it not? Maybe maybe that's what they should exchange the mace for <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I might, might solve a lot of a lot of problems. Oh man! Uh, well, I think I think there's a good chance then on on the basis that you know potential of leaving the International Galaxy Alliance. Yeah. Um, that Thanos could well be appointed that the uh, minister for or special envoy to the uh, Galaxy Alliance. The thing is, um, that Thanos has been doing this all of his life, but he's probably never come up against such a backstabber as Michael Gove. So <laughs> Thanos would go through with his plan absolutely, and then Gove would scupper it <laughs> at the and, last at the last minute, and then put Gavin Williamson in charge of cross-universe genocide. And then he'd fuck it up, and then an inquest would happen. This is why Marvel's whole universe is not very real, because the Tories can do much worse. <laughs> and without compassion, without reason, <laughs> and without, without support. They'll just do it. And then Pretty Patel would be the spokesperson for evil, and she would just go, we've all moved on. Moved on. When we said endgame, we meant that's the end of the game. We've just moved on now. Moved on. If you enjoyed today's podcast, uh, please rate and review it because your rates and reviews send our missives hurtling up the podcast charts. So just, you know, give it five stars and stuff. Uh, and if you want to social, Mike? Yeah, you can get in touch at Top Content Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And also, if you want to enable us to cause big trouble in Little China, or Little Trouble in Big China, more accurately, you can message us on TikTok because we're on there as well and we might actually look at it. Maybe. Maybe.